Welcome back to Current Affairs, our show about the stories of love gone fatally wrong that are in the news right now. So these shorter contemporary stories come out every Friday while our extensive full-length 90-minute to two-hour main episodes come out on Wednesdays. Well, today we have a very special Current Affairs because our own Andy Cassette did a deep dive on a case for us, and she will be doing all of the reporting, and I will be doing the responding. So take it away, Andy. Okay, today we are going to be covering the alleged murder of Mae Haskell by her husband, Samuel Haskell, technically the fourth, but in the story, he is interchangeably referred to as Sam Haskell Jr. So what happened? Well, according to my favorites over at The Cut, who covered this case this week, police in Tarzana received a phone call about a dead body in a plastic bag in the driveway of a home. Efren Gutierrez of the Los Angeles Police Department told reporters when the police arrived that nothing had been located. However, a day later, an unhoused man was looking for recyclables in a dumpster about five miles away from the residence and found what appeared to be a human torso in a duffel bag. Oh, no. Not good. The body has still not been identified. However, the New York Times reported that the police believe it is May Lee Haskell, 37, wife of Samuel Haskell IV. On top of that, May's parents, Yang Zheng Wang and Gaoshin Li, who lived at the Haskells, have not been seen since November 6. At this time, authorities believe that they were also murdered, although no additional remains have been found. So, what do we know about Samuel Haskell outside of the actual crime? Well, his full name is Samuel Bond Haskell, and he was born, I'm sorry to say, Jesse, in April, April 3rd, 1988. He has three young children with his wife, May, and they lived in a beautiful home in Tarzana, which was reported to have six bedrooms and be around $2.5 million. Whoa, wait. So are the kids okay? The kids are okay. They're in custody. I think they were with a family member when he was arrested. The three of them, they're all boys, were in school when all this went down. The most intriguing information about this situation and who this potential murderer is, is that his father, Samuel Haskell III, was a famous Hollywood executive. He was originally born in Mobile, Alabama, and moved to Los Angeles in 1978 to work at William Morris Agency. He became an agent in 1980, and he became the senior vice president by 1990, executive vice president by 1995, and then he was the worldwide head of television by 1999. Wow. Yeah. After a 26-year career, he retired in 2004 to pursue philanthropic endeavors, And Haskell's mother, Mary Haskell, and her sister, Samuel Haskell Jr.'s aunt, Mary Lane Haskell, are both actors. So Sam Haskell's dad, Sam Haskell Sr., or the third, worked with many A-listers, including Whoopi Goldberg, Dolly Parton, George Clooney, and Prince Edward. Oh, not our Dolly. Not Dolly. I know. And he worked, well, this is the dad. So he worked really closely with Dolly, actually. And he founded Magnolia Hill Production and went on to work with her with several of her specials. And he was also the CEO of the Miss America organization, but he resigned in 2017. So his son, we know that he unfortunately has a history of violence and that this is not his first arrest. He was arrested and charged with two counts of assault with a deadly weapon in December of 2008 and pleaded no contest, but was put on probation for three years in 2010. Do we know who he attacked in that matter? No, I have, did not find anything. However, according to the New York Post, May Haskell had told her friends that her Hollywood exec husband was abusive and that she wanted a divorce. However, she was scared that divorcing him, 
she was going to lose any custody of the kids because of his Hollywood status and wealth. At 27 years old, May had already spent four years discussing this situation with her friends. Oh my gosh, so she was so young? She was so young. And she had spent four years already discussing how horrible the situation was. So May's friend described Haskell as weird and said that he gave off a similar eerie vibe to Jeffrey Dahmer and rarely made eye contact with friends. According to another friend of May's who used the alias Jenny, she mentioned that May first brought up divorce in 2019 and that she was too scared that she would lose her kids. As we have seen and discussed many times on our main show before, friends believe that May's desire for divorce may have been a driving force for her murder. May's friend Jenny also claimed that Haskell did not get along with May's parents who had recently moved in to help with the kids as well. Friends have described Haskell as being paranoid prior to his arrest, and apparently he's always had some sort of fixation on knives and sharp objects, and previously had pulled a machete out on a childhood friend who had recently reported it. Mm, No. I know. Neighbors had reported that he was not social and kind of socially awkward. Neighbor Al Banami lived next door to the Haskells when the Haskells had moved in in 2020, and she said that she had never had a conversation with Samuel, but she said that she became fast, fast friends with outgoing May as well. Uh, She said, I wouldn't say that he struck me as creepy. He was more socially awkward. He was just very quiet, kind of pensive, always seemed to be in deep thought about something. Elle mentioned that during dinners or parties that May frequently hosted, Sam would often just sit on the side and not talk to anyone. Now, did he have money and power himself or was this house in like his position because of his father's position? It seems like it was because of his father's position because I'll very shortly talk about what Samuel Jr. spent his time doing. Okay. I'm sure there's a little bit of like the Nepo vibe though. I'm sure he got some gigs and jobs and money to do things that other people wouldn't have had the opportunity to do from his parents as well. And people were probably pressured to work with him because of that ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. So Elle also stated that she would never have expected Sam to do anything violent. She said that her neighbor did, however, collect weapons like samurai swords and crossbows that he kept upstairs. Because of this, she said that she was never comfortable with her children playing upstairs in the Haskell home, only on the ground floor with May or in the yard. And May had also disclosed to Elle that she wasn't super happy about the weapons being in the house either. So... Where Sam didn't shine in his social life with his neighbors or May's friends, he had quite the active social media presence with his profiles on TikTok, LinkedIn, and Instagram under the names Samuel Bassinger and Tragic Streets with a Z. Ooh. So on his LinkedIn page, he described himself as a director of music videos and fashion editorials, having apparently graduated from California State University Northridge in 2011. His bio also says that he created a pop culture fashion blog under the name Tragic Streets with a Z. But where he was most active was from 2022 to early 2023 on TikTok, where he declared it his comedy workshop. So here he posted dozens of short videos where he does kind of a talking head style video shoot of just himself, like a selfie, where he goes on these rants talking about celebrities such as Bradley Cooper or Brad Pitt, and he speaks in a modern slang and makes observations on things like the tech industry and entrepreneurs. So (laughs) to continue in this social media world, TMZ recently obtained Instagram DMs from Sam Haskell's trainer, well, ex-trainer named Troy, where he also had mentioned that he didn't like films where 
there were like dismemberments or horror films where there was violence. And he said he always made him feel queasy. So according to Troy, who just submitted this information to TMZ, he said that he had always kind of seemed that Sam was a little troubled and there was something off about him. And he had been working with him for 14 years. So he said that he would He's go, like his personal trainer? Like, yeah, like at the gym. Yeah. And they're talking about dismemberment? That's like a strange thing to talk about with your personal trainer. Apparently, the things that they spoke about were fitness and horror films. Those are the two categories that they always talked about as like semi-professional friends. You know, they're friends, but they're friends because Sam's paying Troy for a service. I really feel bad for personal trainers. I personally feel bad for my personal trainer who has to deal with my stuff too because you have to like make conversation while you're working out with this person and find some common ground. So clearly the horror movies were their common ground. Which he also did not think in a million years that Samuel was going to be potentially convicted of a murderous crime, potentially of three people. But he, he definitely knew that there were some like odd behaviors that he had. He would also go out of his way to mess with people at the gym because he knew that his personal trainer would protect him at the gym. So he would like go up to people and kind of fuck with them and then expect Ooh, Troy. No. Yeah. Once again, he said he never thought that it would go as far as murder. Yeah. It seemed more like entitled asshole versus actual murderous person. Yeah. Troy did confirm that most of their conversations, either at the gym or through Instagram, consisted of horror films and fitness. And since then, the LAPD is aware of Sam's heightened interest in horror films. Also, so random, but his Instagram handle, you know how you have your name and then you have your handle? His handle is Tragic Streets, but his name that he, like, deemed himself was the royal family. What? So, how did this all unfold? How did he end up having bags in his driveway with body parts in it and how did the cops find out about it how did this all unfold apparently a group of workers said that haskell hired them to move trash bags from his home the day before the remains were found so haskell went out and hired these workers and he said i need you to move these bags these bags are full of rocks and i need you to move them to a dump for me so the workers got there and when they picked up the bags they said they felt soft and soggy One of the laborers had mentioned that it felt like there was meat inside, and he estimated that each bag weighed about 50 pounds. All of these workers are still anonymous. They are not having their faces shown, and they're terrified. And they had done an interview with NBC, and one of the workers had stated that they started seeing body parts, and they saw a belly button in one of the bags. And he was just completely astonished, and he felt horrible. So the workers took the bags back to Haskell's home on Coldstream Terrace in Tarzana, and they also returned the pay to him, which was $500. And they said that they did not want to do the job. and They wanted nothing to do with it. But they didn't call the police? Apparently, Haskell, while they're still there at the house, Haskell said that they were just Halloween props and that they should continue the job. And they said, absolutely not. And they immediately called 911. Okay, good. Jeez. So according to NBC, the workers said that when they did call the police, that they were turned away by two separate law enforcement teams, which is so sad. So they first went to the California Highway Patrol, and then the California Highway Patrol directed them to LAPD Topanga Station, where when they went into the Topanga Station, they were instructed to leave and call 911 from the courtyard as they, like, feared for their lives. I would honestly have brought the bags in. I would not have brought them back to him. And I would have brought them right to a police station and put it right on their desk and said, this is way over my head. You deal with this. I don't know. I feel like probably not picking up the bags at all would have been the best thing. But they didn't know that it was sus until they picked up the bags. And then if you walk into a police station and you are... (laughs) 
of bringing them not speaking English bodies. a and bringing them bodies in bags. So no one is helping them. So what finally happened? So they called nine one one and they said there are body parts in a plastic bag in this driveway. Please go check it out. So here we are at the beginning where police are responding to a call about a dead body in a plastic bag in the driveway of a home. And by the time the police got there, the bags were all gone, of course. Of course. Obviously, it's 2023, and they recovered some security footage that shows Haskell throwing away something in a dumpster in an Encino strip mall on the same day. So up until this point, though, when we're recording this on the 19th, there still have been no other remains found at all, besides the torso in the duffel that was found in that dumpster in the Encino strip mall. That is it. Has he been taken into custody now? Even though no other body parts or remains have been found, the deputy DA, Beth Silverman, stated that she does not need more body parts to charge a murder. She said that the torso is enough and the missing persons cases. And additionally, the Los Angeles Times reported that when investigators went to the Haskell residence last week, they found blood and other evidence that was consistent with killing and dismembering. So it seems like they have enough. So on Wednesday, November 8th, a week and a half ago, Authorities arrested Haskell at a mall in Topanga on suspicion of murder, and he was held at $2 million bail. But on this Monday, the 13th, he appeared in court where he was officially charged with three counts of murder with special circumstances of committing multiple murders. It is possible that he could face life in prison without the possibility of parole if convicted and is now being held without bail, and his arraignment is scheduled for December 8th. Wow. Okay. So definitely keep us updated on that, Andy. So wild. Like the son of a Hollywood famous executive who I know we just did our case as well about the two kids and the legacy that the dad kind of wanted to create for his family. It's such a parallel to this where Sam Haskell Sr. did so well for himself moving to California from Alabama and becoming a successful exec. And it's just alarming. (laughs) It's super alarming. It's super sad. Do you know how long they were married? It sounds like she must have been pretty young when they got married. She was really young. So their first kid, their oldest kid is 12. Okay. So she was really young. Uh, What an unfortunate situation. I feel so badly for those children. The children, May and her family, I mean, it's just apparently there was a lot of conflict and tension between the Haskell and the parents. And yeah, I just, I really hope that the kids are taken care of. And I think everyone is kind of on the edge of their seat in California seeing what happens with this, but it's trippy. Yeah, this definitely seems like a case we might have to do a full episode about at some point. Absolutely. But I really appreciate you giving us the full reporting and happy Thanksgiving weekend to everyone. This is going to come out on Black Friday. Hope you're shopping. Hope you're having a good time and you're with people you love. And I love you, Andy. I love you too. As a reminder, our website is new and refreshed. You can go to bit.ly slash lovemurderpod and check out all the new merch. We will do a Black Friday little flash sale as well. Whoop. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Jesse Prey. And I'm Andy Cassette, signing off for Love Murder Current Affairs. <laughs> 